This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of Now and Not Yet. Pressing in when you're waiting, wanting, and restless for more. Written and narrated by best-selling author Ruth Cho Simons and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. We are continuing our wellness series we were trying to wrap things up last time man but we got you know we just realized like the people ain't we're not done yet we're not done yet the people need more from us and we would be remiss in not giving the people what they want so today we decided to extend things and we're talking about what we're talking about we're talking about like like needing a break not taking a break yeah. working too hard uh busting your tail um working 30 years and getting a watch we just talking about watch culture we're talking about wellness when it comes to recreation, recreational wellness. Um, and you may say, what is recreational wellness? I don't, it doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. Keep listening and we will help you understand what we're talking about. BJ, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, I don't know. You remember uh, the Twix commercial asked, did you had your break today? Was that Twix or that? Uh, One of them that, said it. that had to be Twix, right? Who else does the break? I'm pretty sure that was Twix. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have you had your break today? And yeah, when we were growing up, break, going on break was a big deal. Right. So your break, it's just your time to rest. And I think that with so many things happening in the world right now and how everybody's always busy, man, I'm, you know, I'm personally guilty of this. I share this in my fails um, here shortly. But man, we just got to ask you, have you had your break today? Um, What are you doing to be well in the area of rest? And yeah, I just think us being able to unpack that hopefully will give you uh, more energy uh, to be the go. So. Go right, ahead, right. JP. Open us up with an uh, illustration. Yeah, man. Um, there is a dying culture. I don't know how much longer it will exist, but there was a point in time where the elders um, would have a job. They'd have a job, keep mm. a job, get a good job, whether it was a government job, whether it was a job with benefits, whether it was a job with... the benefits. Was, you know what I'm talking $2 about? $2 raise. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every year, guaranteed the bennies. Um, full healthcare, uh, your teeth can get fixed, all of that stuff, right? That's right. Um, I mean, it's important. You got to have good teeth in your head, man. You can't be out here, you know what I'm saying, eating corn on a cob with no teeth. It don't work, man. So, <laughs> no? <laughs> you don't. Go ahead. Carry all on. Right. Carry so, on, man. Carry so, on. you know, the, the, the elders would have these jobs where they work a job 20, 30, 40, 50 years and wouldn't take breaks, wouldn't take vacations, Felt that it was weak or soft to to not show up. You, you know what I'm saying? Look at you bleeding. <laughs> Look at you need a medical attention. <laughs> trying to go to the doctor. <laughs> Shoulder in the place. They put some t- put some ice on it. Walk it off. I'm like, oh, that's what we doing. We just go walk this off, huh? But I, I can't feel my fingers. All right, cool. Uh, you, you working with chainsaws and, and just fingers getting lopped off, and you tell me, that's why I put some ice on it. Like, nah, that ain't, oh ain't how that God. works, man. <laughs> um, so there was a culture where it was just, you know, hey, man, like. We're not taking no breaks. We're not taking no rest. We're not 
um, out here, you know, or taking days off. And that was seen as as a, a macho thing. Um, but unfortunately, uh, a lot of those times it led to burnout. It led to hurt backs and, and aches and pains. And it led to family turmoil and, and people not spending enough time with their loved ones and kids not feeling as if they were loved and appreciated uh, because pops and maybe sometimes mom was out there just, just burning that, that midnight oil. Um, and so mm. I think what is happening now, and it's not necessarily that we're so countercultural to that, to that now, but it's more so the idea that we don't know how to take recreation well. We don't know how to take off. Man, you, how many times do you hear people say, like, I go to work when I'm sick and I take off when I'm healthy? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's a nice day outside. I don't want to go to work today, so I'm going to call off. Uh, but then you'll be the guy that comes to work with the flu, getting everybody sick because you just got to yeah. be here. Like, I hate I those people, bro. I'm just like, man, like, like, especially this is a super side note. But when you when you're when you're a parent and you take your kids to children's church and they have snotty noses, Ugh, you're a problem. Snotty nose kids in the children's church. You're a problem. Listen, those parents, they're something, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, bro. Like, I just I just felt like I need to get that off my chest. Like my, my kids have come home sick too many times. Another reason why I'm kind of cool with the institution church. But anyway, so just the idea that, man, keep your kids at home when they got snotty noses. The same way we as people, you need to. Go ahead and stay at home, get some rest, take your vacations. You know, you have, like I know too many people in my family who have retired and had about eight billion days of sick leave or or paid time off or whatever, whatever, whatever that they cashed in on. And I'm like, yo, that just meant for the last 20 years you didn't enjoy your life. Like, <sighs> was cashing out on those sick days that important to you where you didn't go and take vacation? But anyway, I digress, man. So that's what we're talking about today. We want to help people understand the necessity of taking breaks, of relaxing well, of recreating well, and, and making sure that you're good all the way around. Sheesh. This is such a good topic. I'm I'm actually uh, in need of a lot of recreation in this season of life. I'm very busy um, for lots of planning and lots of good reasons. And it, it reminds me of a fail. Um, you know, you said uh, on one of the episodes, you said, uh, uh, put your uh your, your, your chuckle uh, glasses <laughs> your on, right? Hat on. So yeah, you did put your chuckle hat on. I did. Uh, I, I buckled up. Um, <laughs> yeah, when I think about my my recreational fail, there was a time when you know it was cool to be busy serving in your faith community, and everything you did revolves around it. And so, in a lot of ways, man, we took that to heart, and so. You know, every day of the week, uh, my wife will attest to this. I mean, we always had something going on. Monday night this, Tuesday night this, Wednesday night this, Thursday night this, you know, Friday night this. And all these different things that would happen. And JP, then I would do this on Sunday. And man, one day I, I looked up and I was like, wow, like everybody's happy. Everybody's doing well and everybody's doing good. And I was like, but I'm not, I'm very unhappy. Um. And I'm over, like, I don't feel like I have a break. I don't feel like I have margin. I don't feel good. Um, I'm dreading, in a lot of ways, coming back to this, mm -hmm. right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm struggling. I'm struggling even thinking about it. I'm struggling to, to realize, like, yo, I'm not happy. And I remember calling a friend, and I just said, Yo, you know, I got all these different things going on, thinking, you know, that they were going to celebrate those things. And then I mentioned, I said, but I'm really starting to feel like I'm being, I feel really unhappy and I feel drained. And I'll never forget this, man. 
um, he said, why do you think that you're going to be able to serve other people and not intentionally create space for you to sap it? And I was like, huh, what do you mean? Right? And so he just started explaining something um, about the idea of getting rest and how, you know, you taking intentional rest despite how you serve is imperative for, for your recharge. And I was like, man, I look at, you know, my excitement in helping others as a recharge. I don't think of my my rest as a recharge. And so, yeah, so I failed, man. I was extremely busy, extremely overwhelmed. And things were going good, but I was not good. And I didn't know what to do. I literally thought that. So eventually we end up implementing a weekly day, uh, day of the week, I'm sorry, where I would take my Sabbath and I would not require anything. I wouldn't do anything on those days very intentionally so that we could, um, I could stay healthy and continue to serve. So yeah, that's my recreational fail. I have a ton of other ones, but yeah, that's that's just one of them. Go ahead, buddy. It seemed that seemed <laughs> real light, man. That was just like, oh, that was oh man. You realized, oh, that was so sweet. Oh, you need to take a break. All right, cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't. It didn't get me the juice that I wanted. I was like, oh, I, I would like to giggle too. But you know, that was really that was. Bro, I, listen, uh, auto, listen, uh-huh. listen. I was losing my mind. I was like, but you said it so edge. casually. You made it seem like, ah, oh, you know, sometimes you go crazy, sometimes you don't. So I was like, yo, like. Oh, so let me. So let me backtrack. Let me say it like this. I was having a breakdown. Okay. I was losing it. I was like so stretched thin that I knew every time I thought about, oh, Monday's coming and Monday has this group and Tuesday has this, like I was getting, I was having a panic attack around it. So no, I'm, I'm saying it. Because I don't want to relive my own trauma. <laughs> okay, right? okay, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. So I'm trying not to relive my trauma out here. But no, it was not a pretty time. It was a very challenging. Go ahead, JB. Describe to us mm-hmm. your recreational fail. Come on. Come on, JB. No, look, I can't say mine is going to be that much more better. I was just like, I just wanted to feel the pain. <laughs> I just, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to get the depths of your soul, like what was happening. Um Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. The listeners are going to thank you later. I appreciate that. Um, So for me, um, I have these moments in which I find myself really involved in something. It usually ends up being video games. And when I say involved, I mean like I spend hours and hours and hours and hours like linked into these games and not really being concerned about the... uh, repercussions right of of the time spent so what what'll happen is uh the last time this happened was maybe two years ago um I was under a lot of stress but I don't really think I realized I was under a lot of stress and this is the the issue we're getting at right these underlying things my 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 mind my body my soul my spirit saying rest 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 um but for whatever reasons I got things I gotta do life is happening and so I don't I don't take the time so what happens is I have a video game that I was playing and I can't really play or at the time I couldn't really play video games until after the kids were in bed, until my wife was satisfied that I did my, my dadly duties that day. And so about maybe 10, 11 o'clock when everything's settled, and everything's quiet. I snuck out the room because my wife was asleep. 
I would jump on a video game, Sheesh. right? You know what I mean? Like, that's the time. So in my mind, it was like, okay, I'm doing a good thing because I'm taking care of my duties. Kids are good. Wife is good. It's quiet in the house. I can do my thing. It's all good. Um, but what happened, what was happening is that I would end up playing from like 10, 11 o'clock at night to like 2 or 3 in the morning, right? Jeez, how, how old are you? you need no, this is like two years ago, bro. This is like two or three years ago. <laughs> if, yeah. And and so what happens is like, okay, like I'm just I'm just moving past your laughter. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. Um, <laughs> so I call myself being an adult and being grown by playing the game at a time where I'm not necessarily needing to fill any obligations. You're laughing a really long time, bro. Is it that funny, bro? Like... <laughs> <laughs> let me get it out. That was it. That was, let me work through right. it. <laughs> JP, let me work through it. I got to work through the Okay, lesson. it was extended. Bro, listen, it was extended. Your grown, listen, your grown self thought to yourself, everybody sleep during this time. I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> play through the night. I'm going to take over. I'm going to play through the night <laughs> while everybody sleep. Go ahead, It's not bro. that funny, bro. It didn't go start ahead. off that way. It started off with a few hours here, a few hours there, and then it became extended time. So it's it's... It's a drug, bro. You start off with a little cigarette, then you hit the marijuana. The next thing you know, you, you hooked on heroin. You on crack. <laughs> all right? It's a slow progression. It didn't hit me overnight. All right? Give me a break. So I um, got to the point where it was like, you know, six, seven, eight hours, right? And my kids were going to wake up every day on time. Like, they were going to wake up at like 6 a.m. no matter what, right? And so I, I, I knew that was going to happen. So I said, all right, let me stop. It's it's 10 o'clock. All right, it's 2 o'clock. All right, it's 12 o'clock. All right, it's 2 a.m. All right, it's 4 a.m. All right, I'll get two hours of sleep. So that, you know, that wasn't the biggest deal. Like, oh, yeah, your kid's going to wake up cool. Maybe your wife wake up too cool. She can handle the kids, whatever, whatever. You just pretend like you slept in because, you know, you're just tired, right? Not that you only got three hours of sleep. So what would happen is, uh, you know, for a living, I have to talk to people. I have to be alert. I have to be aware of what's going on. I have to, like, be be engaged. And it got to a point where I started to suffer. I don't think the, the people that I was speaking with and my, my clients knew that it was a problem, but like I was dead in between sessions or I was like grateful when somebody canceled. I was like not trying to fill in spaces Jeez. because bro, like after two months of not sleeping and getting two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, bro, it was a bad situation. Um, and so I mentioned this as a fail. This is because my mind, my soul, my spirit was telling me, hey, bro, something in your life has is, is got you stressed. Something in your life has got you worked up and worried. And instead of dealing with that and taking recreation, I just piled on this game on top of it. And then that made things exponentially worse. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and so there was a lot of root issues that should have been dealt with, but I just covered it up. And for the endorphin rush, for the dopamine that was getting kicked off, all the neurological things that were happening while I was playing the game, uh, the reward systems that were being created, the neural pathways that were being created, I, I, I settled for that. Instead of dealing with the root issue, instead of taking my break, instead of taking recreation, uh, maybe like scaling back my clients, maybe figuring out something else I can do, I just dove in. You know what I'm saying? Joystick first into this this uh, alternate reality, to this you know this 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 alternate universe, and it it was ruining me, man. It was it was a bad situation. So by the grace of God, I was able to kick the habit. Good. You, I'm glad you're kicking habits and uh, taking your kids to school on time. And not forsaking <laughs> your daily duties. Um, all, right, all right. Yeah, I, th I think I think what's what's interesting about that is sometimes this absence of rest is because we are not in a healthy place. And you know, man, it's it's weird, man. You can easily and, and I was sharing this with you offline. You know, I'm in need of some rest, right? I have 
ton of responsibilities. And, you know, you've heard that phrase, you exchange the good for the great, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So good for great. So you look at everything that you do as good and it justifies you not getting rest. And I think what happens in it is you mistake that for the greatness, right? That you think your greatness can come out of it. And so part of what I observe from a personal level is that oftentimes I will exchange the good for the great. I look at all the things that I'm doing. I think, oh man, these are really working themselves out. They just need more time. They need more attention. They need more nurturing. They need more development. They need those different things. And before I know it, I look up and there's so many responsibilities and there's so many tasks and there's so much that my to-do list is so long that I find myself not even conceiving the ability to rest, right? Like, it's weird. Like, you can get to a place where your to-do list is so long, the conception of rest is not possible anymore. And I think that is the undermining of your greatness. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. Mm. That, <laughs> oh, we not playing yeah. out here, bro. I'm not playing. I, I never play. I come with a shooter. You realize, like, you're undermining a lot of your greatness because you can no longer conceive it anymore. And, and, I, and I think what I realize is oftentimes with me, I, I, I'm, I'm so goal-driven that I'm not me healthy, right? And my, my goal-drivenness really does keep me from being happy as I create the next step. Therefore, when I, I lack that joy... Now I'm just kind of consuming it, right? So I'm not excited necessarily. I am excited about the end goal so that I can get rest. I'm not getting rest between goals. So yeah, maybe it's a little bit more personal than cultural. Um, but that's one of the greatest challenges that I see in rest and us getting rest. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So, whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org. JP, what do you see just maybe in your life and the life of the culture in terms of getting rest, and why is it such a challenge? I think part of it is this um, go-get-it, hustle-grind mentality that's kind of been made popular uh, by hip-hop music, right? So Hmm. right now... Why hip hop got to be the enemy? It's not bro. the enemy. Go I mean, it's it's good. Like it's good to hustle. It's good to grind. But you gotta go hustle smart, right? Um, what's the the cool phrase now? You're hustling backwards. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think in a, in a lot of situations, 
we say hustling backwards when we're saying like, hey, you're not working smart. Whether it was old saying, work smarter, not harder. And so yeah. we have a lot of situations where, yeah, people are working harder and they're not working smarter. And so we have a situation where you got to hustle, you got to grind. There's a lot of people trying to be entrepreneurs. There's a lot of people trying to quit their nine to fives. There's a lot of people trying to be CEOs. There's a lot of people um, that are trying to do things that are, you know, opposite of the the watch culture where you're working 30, 40, 50 years. And so we're grinding, we're grinding, we're grinding, we're hustling, we're hustling, we're hustling. We got four or five different side hustles. We got we got a, a real estate company. Uh, we got a, a, what do you call them? Um, what are those things? A vending machine business. We got a car wash we're trying to start. You know what I mean? All these different things. Passive income. We got passive come income on, on, on every on, level. Bro. Levels of passive income, as well as network marketing, selling noni juice. Um, you you know what I'm right. saying? You got all kind of stuff that you hustling, bro. You got Avon over here. You got Herbal Life. You, you doing it all, man. Like, it's happening. Uh, so we have this, this hustle culture where it's like, you know, you got to get it in. But what we don't, realizes that man there was a seventh day you know what i'm saying the creator himself or you know the, the creator had to rest right he built in rest as a as a commandment yeah. because our body needs that we need to shut it down we need to recalibrate we need the eight hours of sleep our, like our bodies metabolize and does certain things while we're asleep in order to heal itself hmm. you know what i mean there are a lot of degenerative and long-term effects to our bodies when we don't get enough rest and so if we're out here hustling and grinding and trying to make money while we sleep, if you're not sleeping, um, it's not, it doesn't, it does you no good. You're not, you're not good. You're not rested. You're not ready. Your brain is foggy. Like there's so many things that are, that are negative. And so I think we have to come out of this, this hustle culture and this hustle mentality. Like my motto used to be, I'll sleep when I'm dead, bro. That was my, that was my motto, bro. Mm. I will sleep when I'm dead. Dummy, you will die because you don't sleep. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think once we get to a point where we recognize, hey, what I'm doing is not healthy. What I'm doing does not put me at an advantage. It actually puts me at a disadvantage. Um, staying up all night to finish a project as opposed to creating better um, habits, right? Creating better time management habits. You won't have to stay up all night. You just knock out a project a little by little by little and then it's done as opposed to having to stay up all night. That's that's my GOAT game. I gave a little early, so I have to come up with something else as we talk. GOAT you know what I mean? game. Come on, you'll get it. You'll get some more goat game. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll right, create right. some more goat game. So the, Go so the modern culture, the, the the pop the culture thing. Now we just have to stop going with this phase and this trend of hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. I mean, you know, you have the models. Was it Dave Ramsey? You'll say live like no one now, so that you can live like no one later. And that's good for saving and paying off debt and all of that. But if you're living now, includes you not resting, not taking recreation, not taking time off, not spending time with your family. Um, then you definitely are hustling backwards. You, you're not making sense. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that to me, I guess especially as a owner, is I, I realize when I'm not resting like that and I think that everything depends on me and if I don't show up, you know, this is all going to fall apart. Really, it's not a sign of hustle. It's a sign of poor delegation. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> what it tells me is that I'm poorly delegating, that I have created a structure or a system of work or, or listen, or my household by which if I do not respond, you know, to every little thing, then it will fall apart. And what it tells me is not that I'm a good hustler, but it tells me I'm a come poor on, delegate, come on. right? And so what I would say, free game. Free game. Free game. Make sure y'all check me That's out. It. Free game Friday. Free game Friday's coming up. Y'all go, y'all see it coming soon. Um, so yeah, so so what it tells me is that you don't know how to delegate. 
you think that you are the smartest person in the room. And I actually heard a spiritual leader say this, that part of the reason why they do not allow other people to do certain things is because they're the <laughs> best, right? Feeling yourself. Boy. He said it. Yeah. Bro, he said it. He said it. Now, listen, I'm all about that self-confidence life. But I think what, what happens is when you believe that about yourself, you are prime candidate for a stroke, yep. for burnout, um, for, you know, a what's called a, I call it a breakdown, where your adrenal glands finally burn out. And listen, because you didn't voluntarily take a rest, now you have to medically take a rest, right? Like your body's like, no, nah, we can't do this no more. We're not going to be able to do this no any, anymore. And that's a scary kind of like turnaround, right? So it, it's interesting because as we talk about this, JP, I can think about several instances of people and even including myself where we didn't take rest seriously and it wasn't a big deal until you hit a rock bottom place. And now you are forced to take a rest simply because your body is like, I will not respond to this demand anymore. And so part of the culture that I see is, you know, if, if there are things in your life that solely depend on you moving, and if you don't respond, it won't get it done. It just tells me, you know what? You are not, you're not a hustler, you're a poor delegator. And until you learn how to delegate well, things that you even want to see accomplished won't be accomplished well because the totality of them right, depend on you. Right. So that's free game. Go ahead, go ahead, JP. What do you see in culture as it pertains to rest? And what are the obstacles? Yeah, obstacles ahead. to rest are, so on a positive note, self-determination, right? Wanting to... Uh, what? Hold on, hold on. What kind of note? <laughs> you playing good cop? Go ahead, good uh, cop. <laughs> taking a positive spin on things, <laughs> looking at things through a positive light, um, understanding people's positions in life, being go ahead, you know sensitive. Uh-huh. Go ahead. We'll see how, how long this lasts. Being sensitive. We'll see how long this lasts. Go ahead, JP. Go ahead. Uh, well, you're trying me today. Uh, so what? <laughs> so I understand that people want to provide for their families. They want to come out of the situation they find themselves in. Um, they want to rise above the, the neighborhoods they come from. Um, they want maybe want to prove the, the haters or the doubters uh, wrong. Um, but there comes a point in time where we have to understand and realize, like, man, we need to be clear, right? Our minds need to be sharp. We need to be thinking on a level that's going to allow us to have uh, maximum output. And we think for some reason that when we're running on fumes and when we're burning the candle at both ends and when we appear to be productive, just because we're busy doesn't mean we're productive, right? Just because we're acting. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, just because mean? we're doing a lot of stuff and we're up late nights and we're drinking a lot of coffee and all these ideas are coming to us, it doesn't mean we're, we're being productive. You know what I mean? We could, you, you could be up working and hustling and grinding, but you're, but you're, but you're not having maximum output when it comes to like having good ideas and being clear and, and being clear. Like you're saying, not delegating, right? If you had sleep and rest and understood like, yo, I'm not doing this well, as opposed to saying this is my baby or I'm the best at this. Um, you're not able to think on that level when you're tired, when you're burnt out, you know what I'm saying? When you're at your end. And so what I'm saying is we have to resist the temptation to try to be the best, 
to try to hustle the hardest, to try to get ahead of the competition for the sake of getting our families out of these situations, for the sake of getting out of poverty, for the sake of, you know mm. what I'm saying, accomplishing all these goals. Like, yeah, you can have noble means, but that doesn't mean you're doing the right thing, right? That doesn't mean you can have noble means, but it doesn't mean you're doing things properly. Um, so on some level, if it's a if it's a matter of like, you saying getting the right people for the right job. If you know that, hey, I have a, a, a business that I'm trying to run or if I'm have a family I'm trying to run or if I have, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to do, if you're not present, if you're not available, if you don't have clarity of mind, you're just wasting your time. You're just a hamster on a cage. Ooh, bro, listen to this. This is so good because I, I love the point that you're making about you come over a place of disparity and inequality and a lack of resources. So you think you, you are the resource, right? And it's easy to assume I am the only resource. Here's what you realize about this, bro. It's mm-hmm. never ending. A lot of this work just keeps going. And you find yourself in a space where you're like, wow, I started this, now this came. And I started this, and now this came. And I started this, and now this came. And it becomes this perpetual thing of expectation And if everything is predicated on you, guess what? You have to show up even when you're tired, even when you're burnt out. Listen, even when your body's not willing to respond. And so what I'm learning as an organizational leader, an executive, an entrepreneur is this. My job has to be spent delegating things to responsible individuals because we want to make use many hands to make a light load. Let Let me explain what I mean. Okay. So in my household, um, I have a household, uh, I have three children and I have a wife. So we have Mm -hmm, a household mm -hmm. of five, basically. Right. That means five people are using the amenities and utilities of my house. That means five people are going through all of my rooms and we have a lot of rooms in this house. Right. I'm not, there's no brag, but I'm just saying we have a lot of rooms in this house and it can tend to get dirty. Right. If one person takes upon themselves, the responsibility and the onus, they're responsible for five people, bro. And that's a very burdensome thing to think. Every time this doesn't act well, this this is not clean, I am solely responsible for this, right? And after a while, if you take that mindset on, JP, you become burnout, you become resentful, and you become bitter, mm-hmm. right? And so what I've realized with family structure specifically, and I'll use this as an example, is that unless you train, delegate, and expect from all the other four parties, you will consistently be in a place to where you're bossy, you're grouchy, or listen, you're quietly withdrawing, Right? Until one day yep. you snap, yep. <laughs> right? You snap one day. And so I teach parents and even in our household, we have a chore list. When you get to a certain page, you listen, you got, you're old enough to mess up, you're old enough to clean up. And when we expect those things from responsible individuals, able-bodied individuals, here's what happened, JP. You can run a right. household yeah. more effectively. Because all you're doing is asking them to specifically participate in the maintenance of something. And listen, and then you expect it. Now, now here's the thing. 
If they don't do it well, you train them. You say, this is what you look for. And so I think that sometimes our rest or absence of rest in business is we just haven't taken the time out to teach people what we do. Because here's the thing. We want to be the most special person. Right? This is what a lot of faith leaders struggle with. They want to be the only person that can read something and tell you what it says. Right? And I go, but you're wearing yourself out. Yeah. You're not in a good space. You got 500 people here. And you are clearly not able to keep up with the maintenance of this. How about you train the rest of the people to hold somewhat of a footing so that now as things happen, listen, your burden can be light. And so part of the need for rest in this culture is, bro, we have to take the time out to train people and to to know this. You're not Mm -hmm. the only special person Mm -hmm. here, right? (laughs) And so... When you know that, now you can take off and you can feel good about it, right? And so, yeah, that's my rant and my cultural observation. What are some, I guess, some closing thoughts about rest and what are some ways that we can begin to enter into rest just as a culture and as individuals? What you kind of, what you were saying earlier kind of reminded me of the idea that, man, like, you're, you're foolish to believe that you can press past the warning signs that your body gives you, that your spirit gives you, that your friends and family may be giving you when they say, hey, you need to fall back. Hey, you need to relax. Hey, you need to take some rest. Oh, I got it. 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 Like when you, when you get into that place where you feel as if rest, recreation, relaxation, stepping away, recharging isn't important, you're playing yourself. You are not a superhero. No, you're a human being, you're a regular person and your body needs that rest. And so I think a lot oftentimes is that people feel as if, I mean, it's like, you know, telling, you, telling your granddaddy to take a, take a vacation, take a, to relax. I don't need no breaks, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, I got this. Like, no, like you don't have it. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that people really need to understand the serious nature that comes from, again, neurological issues. Um, there's, a, there's a whole lot of of brain problems and body problems and our bodies break down when we don't get enough rest. So I guess what I'm saying is we we have to get past the point of saying, well, I'm 18, well, I'm 21, well, I'm 25, well, I'm 35, well, I'm 40, I'll rest when I'm 60. Like, no, your body needs rest along the way all the time. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now. now. Your rest, right. your body needs rest now. Right. You need right. rest no, for right real. now. Um, <laughs> and so I think understanding like, hey, there isn't like, I'm talking to people now in the life coaching field when I'm saying, man, what you have to understand is that you have to put up boundaries. Oh, man, I'm going to the GOAT gang. I'll just give it to you now in, in this particular thing. Um, yeah, you, you have to have boundaries game, bro. with your job, with your business, whatever. I'm working my eight hours. I'm working my 40 hours. I'm working my 45 hours. Whatever you agreed to do, and then that's it. If people want to fire you, if people want to get upset, if your family's mad at you, hey, hey, I've given the time that I'm going to give to this thing, and now I have to do something for me. Because again, as we said before, again and again and again, people will let you die in your cubicle from overworking. And when you Ooh. die in that cubicle, they will drag you out by your heels, put the ad in the Jeez. paper and fill that position as soon as they can. They're not going to show up to the funeral. They're not going uh, exactly pay, right. to pay, put no money on your, your, your flowers. Um, they're not going to come see you in the hospital because they have an objective they're trying to reach. And so when that is the case, you have to understand that, hey, taking a stand 
may require something from you. It may put your job on the line. It may put your, your neck in the noose. But what has to happen is you have to set that boundary and you have to stick to that thing. Because if you don't have boundaries there, you've, you're not going to have boundaries in other places in your life. So anyway, I, I, I probably sidetracked a little bit with that, but go ahead. No, you're good. This is a GOAT moment. And I'll just t- give you very practical and we can start wrapping up. We, I, I was working at, at this position at this um, job. We'll call it a job. And they were beginning to strain because of their mismanagement of funds. Okay, And I'll never forget the supervisor. I hope she's listening to this podcast because she was a <laughs> very terrible supervisor. So as they were having to create you know, new opportunities and space in order to try to preserve what they had and hopefully not close as fast. She pulls us into the office one day and she said, asked myself and a colleague, you know, who were working 40 plus hours a week, hey, we're going to require that you guys work on the weekends, right? And I said, well, I'm not contracted to work. My terms of employment don't require me to work on the weekends, on top of my my nine to five, Monday through Friday, right? And so I'm sitting in this room with her. And as I look at her and she's saying these things, JP, I look at her and I say, I'm not working the weekends. Listen, boundary. I don't care what you do to me. I'm already working 40 to 50 hours a week. I'm not working seven days a week for this institution. Listen, I will walk away because my family need me. You know, I have to protect me. And I think oftentimes we have not been taught that type of dignity. We've been taught that that is entitlement. And it could be, right? Like we could be entitled. But there's also a spectrum by which people abuse Mm -hmm. loyalty Mm -hmm. and work alliance. And so what I would say to it is that, man, we need to, sometimes we have to put a, a line in the sand with people who we are connected to, we're working for, working with, just the whole nine. And we need to let them know, hey, this is where my line ends. Now, again, you could be in a healthy place, you could be in an unhealthy place, and you could be entitled. But here's the thing. If you do not protect your rest, no one else will. You have to know what's too much and what's too little. So. Give us one or two things, JP, about being a GOAT and how do we become the GOAT and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've said a lot here and there, but boundaries is one. Having to keep those, understanding the risk that's associated with boundaries, knowing that there are long-term risks associated with not taking proper rest, with not taking proper recreation. Um, families can suffer when you don't take your breaks. Um, you can lose more than you gain, whether it's financial, physical, spiritual, family-wise, um, when you don't take proper rest and recreation. Recreation is for recharging. Recreation is for thinking. Recreation is for maybe sometimes stepping away from thinking and just being, just being, just living, just enjoying the, you know, smelling the flowers. You know what I'm saying? Being able to kind of go out and be in nature and be with your family and being your friends. Um, rest isn't about being lazy. Rest isn't mm. about um, um, taking taking life for granted. Um, it's it's rest and recreation is something that we must do, something that we have to do, and it's it's not an option. We look at rest and and recreation as an optional thing. It's not optional whatsoever. Um, and I, and I think if there's a take home with that, that's it, man. Rest is not optional. It's something that you have to do. Recreation is. It doesn't have to be about you eight hours of video games a night, but it can be something where 
you allow yourself the space and the time that's necessary to think on things differently, to, yeah, to prepare yourself, to just, again, if you don't have to do anything, like if you're just on vacation, just enjoying the beach, enjoying the sand, enjoying, you know, your, your adult beverages, whatever it is that you're doing in moderation, um, and making sure uh, that you are, are tapped into life. Because again, you could die tomorrow. Um, and if you're not living in the present, enjoying the present, enjoying your family, enjoying your friends, enjoying life, you, you're missing the point. Good, bro. Good. Yeah. So if you listen to to this and you say, man, I don't know where to start with rest. I have a lot of things going on. Um, make sure you visit buildabetterus.com um, and click the Get Involved tab. And there you'll find qualified life coaches to help you specifically, uniquely with your unique challenges to gain rest, right? And make sure if you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it, that you subscribe and share uh, with 10 people, right? We're going to go big, right? (laughs) 10 people. (laughs) Uh Because our job is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast. This episode was brought to you in part by the Areopagus podcast, two clergy of different traditions, Father Andrew Stephen Damick and Michael Landsman discuss encounters of historic Christianity with other religious traditions. How do we engage with those who believe differently? Listen wherever you get your podcasts.